And so you have this scenario in markets where things seem stable. Again, USDN, other stable coins like this are kind of counting on an up only uh, creation redemption cycle. If, if, if people are mostly creating UST and not burning it or not redeeming it or not destroying it and, sell it and selling the Luna, and, and similar with waves and similar with, with USDD, then the price goes up and then the market cap of UST goes up and then every everything kind of goes up in tandem. But if they are net redeeming, then you have the opposite thing happening. And so the thing that's happened in the last 48 hours is the UST price has gone down. It's it's it uh, Last night it triggered uh, 60 cents. And this is partially because the Luna price went down and, and the Luna price went down along with the crypto price went down. So so as crypto goes down, Luna goes down. And then as Luna goes down, some people get nervous because at the end of the day, the whole ability to redeem is sort of based on the belief that markets have in the price of Luna. And if the markets no longer believe in the price of Luna, then uh, everyone's ability to redeem is just drastically lowered. And and you might you might have a situation where it's, you know, you might not be able to redeem because mm-hmm. because the market doesn't want your Luna tokens when you do redeem. And so you might redeem for Luna. And as you do, it's going down. And as you try to sell it, you know, you put in your thousand dollars into UST and then now you you don't get a thousand dollars. So let's yeah. pause there. I mean, what do you say to the claims that this was a coordinated attack and there are a bunch of short sellers basically putting in orders right to short Luna in the market? Is there any credibility to that? Yeah, so I think you have to look at the on-chain data and 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 give that claim some credibility at least because I'll I'll give you one example the the Luna Foundation I'm not sure if it was LFG or or the Terra um, Foundation but one of these parties removed about 150 million dollars of liquidity from Curve and like within one minute of them doing that. Someone else had sold a bunch of uh, a bunch of UST on Curve, and so they mm-hmm. sold UST into Curve. They got other stable coins, and that had a lot of price impact. And it's worth noting it would have had less price impact if they'd sold it before the move out of those funds. But it's also worth noting that maybe this was someone who um, was ready to sell, but was waiting on there being a liquidity problem, and this this redemption of liquidity caused this trigger for this algorithmic participant to decide to sell. So I think equally likely are are both guesses in that scenario. It could have been a manipulated, coordinated manipulation uh, or coordinated attack. Um, mm-hmm. But 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 the thing that the thing about that is that's just 150 million dollars or 300 million dollars, whatever. The thing that came after is a lot of other people with UST and and with Luna as well, but with UST decided they don't want to hold it anymore. So I think the value of a stablecoin really should be its ability to withstand this attack. And that's what UST might be able to do or might not be able to do. You know, this is the time of question. Um, I remember very well when USDT traded down to 86 cents or 90 cents on exchanges. And that was... You know that was a multi-week period of 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 price turbulence, and and a lot of people were saying, well, this is a coordinated attack, and and other people were just saying, well, I think a lot of people are really scared right now, mm. and the the difference there is they've got money in a bank, um, and they could honor redemptions at one dollar minus ten bips, so point nine nine nine, 
you know, the, the thing here is there's no money in the bank. It's, there's not a bank. It's just, it's Luna. And it's a question of how much confidence do people have in the Luna token um, being a, a value accretion token for, for the UST stablecoin? Well, not only that, it's also how much confidence do you have in this Bitcoin reserve being used as a backstop mechanism to mm, slow down or pause this sort of de-pegging of the token of UST? I think the Bitcoin reserve at this point is gone. So uh, they depleted. So there was a period last night where $750 million of it was gone in about four hours. Uh, and when I say gone, it's important to note what I mean is um, the Bitcoin got sold for USDT and 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 BUSD, and then the USDT was used to buy uh, UST on on the Binance exchange, and so that Bitcoin is now in UST. Um, it's it's now been spent mm -hmm. to buy up the UST stablecoin and backstop the protocol. Um, the danger there being that now uh, they have less of that Bitcoin reserve. They they sent the remaining 1.5 billion or 1.4 billion um, now with the price of Bitcoin going down to uh, to the market makers that they're using, and they're doing doing that with the rest. So I'm guessing that at this point it's gone. It's it's not clear. They haven't made a statement as to whether any of it's left. Mm. in in bitcoin um but they but they did send it out they did they did send all the funds remaining and so now now it's just luna you know now what happens to luna we we don't know let's see right did we want to talk a little bit about the curve ust pool and a little bit of the drama that's been going on there i think that could be an interesting insight for our listeners this is from an article from decrypt uh back from May 8th, and so I'm gonna read a snippet here. So they're saying, in what appears to be a domino effect, UST liquidity pool on the curve shows an imbalance of around 67% at the time of this writing. Normally there's a 50% split. Curve is the main protocol for stablecoin liquidity on Ethereum and highly prized for its deep liquidity, which normally allows traders to swap stablecoins like UST and USDC with extremely low slippage or price difference before and after trade. Since Curve's so central to DeFi, any sign of irregularity in its pools causes alarm. So what's interesting here uh, as of this morning is if you go into one of the Curve.Fi uh, pool pages and you look at the currency reserves, right, of this UST three curve pool, that ratio is very imbalanced right now. What are we seeing right here? Yeah, so it's it's 668 million of UST, and then it's uh, 63 million of three curve. Which three curve for those who don't know, um, three curve basically represents shares in three pool. Um, three pool is a mixture of USDC, USDT, and Dai. Uh, so it's it's three stable coins, two fiat backed and fiat collateralized, and one um, one to one crypto collateralized stable coins and then UST and and so UST is 91% of that pool you know that that pool is almost entirely UST and it's worth noting that the way curve works it's not like Uniswap Uniswap spreads out the liquidity at least in V2 Uniswap spreads out the liquidity at, at wider and wider prices so way down 
low if an asset's gone sold off, you know, there's still gonna be lots of liquidity provided. But the, uh, the way Curve works is it actually concentrates the liquidity right around that one-to-one uh, price re- ratio or price relationship. And so as you get a bunch sold off, it, it clears out a bunch of supply right at these closed prices. And then once you go multiple percent down, once, you know, right now we're trading uh, 92, 92 cents on the dollar, um, you know, and, and that's why it's 91% utilized or 91% UST, um, it actually goes entirely into one asset or vast majority into one asset and provides much, much more little liquidity, much, much smaller amount of liquidity um, around that lower price. Because the theory around Curve is it's a stablecoin swapping product. And so most of the time, stablecoins are trading around one-to-one. So Curve is kind of... uh, you could say it's not made for this situation. It's been a great tool in this situation. Obviously, the people that are in these liquidity pools, if the price does recover, they're going to have made a ton of money from it being an amazing place to swap stables on chain. But uh, but it is really providing a lot less liquidity uh, down at these lower prices, and and that's why you know only eight percent of the uh, liquidity, eight point six percent of the liquidity, is in you know non UST stables at this point. So who's using this curve pool right now? Well, there's there's a mixture of two types of users. There's um, people that are happy holding UST and 3Pool or 3CRV, uh, and, and those people are providing liquidity. And so they're earning trading fees, and they're also making a bet that long-term it's going to be around one-to-one. Um, the trading fees have been great in the last 48 hours. Uh, it's been really great. But the, the Are there numbers around that? There's, yeah, I think the the last time I checked, it was around 80, 90% AP, APY. Now, obviously, that's assuming every day is as volatile as today. So that 90% APY number is, is not going to be really indicative. But it's still a great, you know, they've they made a, a, a ton of fees today. Um, but the, the, uh, the problem is that secondary part of the equation. As a liquidity provider, you're also making this bet that these stable coins stay around one. And so if, if it reverts back... They'll, made, they'll have made a ton of money because the liquidity provider will basically have bought UST all the way down to 90 cents and then 80 cents and et cetera. And then they'll have sold it all the way up at higher and higher prices. And so they'll basically have 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 done a bunch of winning trades. Um, if it doesn't go back to one, uh, they will have made money on the trading fees. They'll have made money on any rewards they're getting, but they'll have actually lost money on on the the UST falling in value, and that loss might actually be bigger than the gains they made on on the other parts of the the return of the system. And so I think that's the that's the thing that people are worried about right now, which is that there are a lot of people using Anchor, which is UST's yield product, um, and using other products to earn yield on UST. Um, and if they were to cash out today, depending on when they got in, they they may be at a loss because um, you know, this 92 cents represents, you know, an 8% discount on your, on your funds, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how long you've been in anchor, you know, that you may have just lost, lost months of money. Um, but th- there's a big question, you know, 92 cents is a very interesting price because it represents a certain probability that the price gets back to one. Obviously UST is getting bought up by people who think that the price is going back to one. And then it also represents something else, which is that there are people that are scared that the price goes way lower. You know, the, the, there are people that think 92 cents is a good deal, and so they've sold it down to that price. Um, 
So I think the beautiful thing about markets is that prices in markets tell us so much. And so when we see prices be, you know, 92 cents, we, we have to think, what does that mean? What, is the, what does it mean that it traded at 60 cents? And what does it mean that it's now 92 cents? And, and why hasn't it gone back to one yet? And, and will it go back to one? And, and the, the, you, can, you can almost think of 92 as like a probability where because the price is conveniently $1, you could almost think that this represents a 92% probability that it goes back to a dollar. Um, and that's one way to interpret the price. And you could also interpret the price very differently. You could say, well, every seller, and there's been billions of dollars sold, every seller represents, especially the sellers that sold at lower prices, represents someone who thought that maybe UST is not worth anything or mm -hmm. not worth 50 cents. You know, where was their mark of fair value. Well, it was clearly below 60 cents. Otherwise they wouldn't have sold it there. It was clearly below 70 cents. Otherwise they wouldn't have sold it there. How much size traded down there? Who knows? You know, obviously we can look at the data for that and we can, we can calculate, but really I think everyone has a fair value and there's a war going on between the people who think UST is worth one and the people who think UST is worth a lot less than one. And the beautiful thing about these markets is that, you know, we're going to figure that out with, uh, with price discovery over time. Listen to the next episode for part three.